0: The road has been long and fraught with peril. Intellect devourers, orc armies, carrion crawlers, and other fiendish horrors have sought your demise at their mindflayer Master's behest. Just ahead of you, the sickly, gray-green land gives way to a deep crevasse. As you approach, necrotic energy crackles from below, casting pale, noxious green light upward. As the light falls on your skin, you can't help but think of yourselves as walking corpses. A bridge stands before you. It swings back and forth beneath you as you force yourselves to cross it. Between its swaying, the flickering lights, and an unnatural awareness of your own mortality, your attention is not where it should be as you plant your feet on the solid ground at the other end. The sleaze troll leaps out from behind a rock, swinging its great axe in a wide arc. Before either of you can draw your weapon, he has made quick work of you. Game over flashes before your eyes in white letters that fill with blood, overflow, and drip crimson down the screen of the arcade cabinet in front of you. That was, sadly, your last quarter. Your names are Jake and Marco, and it's getting close to your curfew. Tonight's mission was reconnaissance. You both know the terrain. To one of you it is hallowed ground, to the other alien and unimportant. But you would never leave your BFF hanging when she needs you. The hour is late, and you have your homework to do and injured animals to attend but you have the information you came to acquire when the big sales begin. Your names are Rachel and Cassie, and it's time to head home. A few yards ahead of Rachel and Cassie, you decide that you've killed all the time you can hanging around the mall. You can only stretch a Cinnabon so far while you work on your homework. So you pack your things up and make your way to the door. You run into, almost literally, two kids you recognize from school. One of them has had your back before you ask them, what's up? Your name is Tobias. As Jake, Marco, and Tobias talk, Cassie and Rachel catch up with them. You're all heading home. You decide to walk together. You decide to take the shortcut. You decide to go through the construction site. have not guessed this is an Anamorphs rpg of my own devising my name is alex i will be your gm uh we were trying to figure out for like the last year how to do alternamorphs. welcome to
1: it Woo-hoo. who all is playing whom why don't we start with jake my name is tim and
2: i am jake <laughs> rachel
3: Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were going in any particular order. <laughs> we'll go in the order uh, the books go. <clears throat> surprising, absolutely nobody. My name is Megan, and I am playing Rachel.
0: Tobias. Hi,
4: it's me MJ from Reignite the Rob Thomas. No, not that one Robcast and Circle of Friendship. I will be playing Welcome Tobias, back.
0: and also that one other episode of this. Yes, at least one. Have
1: you done at two? least one? I was going to say I've done two.
4: Yeah, I've done a couple. Cool i bullied my way into your (laughs) lives and been
5: on your show. And finally, our Cassie. Uh, Hi, my name is John of No Podcast At All, and (laughs) I'm going to be playing Cassie.
0: (laughs) And Marco will be mine to do with what I please.
5: (laughs) God. It's a lot creepier when you remember that he's like a 14-year-old boy. (laughs)
0: Look, regular regular listeners will know what that means. <laughs> Who knows if he'll survive? I have quite a few rules. I have off-air explained to everyone what their characters do and sent them their stat blocks. I will go over the salient points of the rules as we go. But in general, anytime you need to do something, I may tell you to roll dice. Uh, one, two, or three of them depending on whether it is part of a plan, if you are on a mission, whether it is something you are skilled at uh and then one die is just a gimme. Um if one die succeeds, it's a partial success. If two succeed, it is a complete success and if three succeed it's a critical success and I'll explain what that means as we go. Each character has two stats Uh, I'm just a kid, and Andalite Bandit. If you do not critically succeed on a roll, you lose a point from that stat, with some exceptions here and there. Sitting out a mission resets both of a character's stats. Bandit resets between missions, kid does not. That won't really affect us... much today. Um... The kid stat is for mundane decisions, emotional labor, and human knowledge and skills... Bandit checks will be for York fighting and dealing with things outside the realm of normal childhood life. Uh, we'll skip some of that nitty gritty. There are also some rolls for morphs. Here's the important thing. If you land on a stat, you are typically trying to roll under your stat. If you land on one, you can decide to count it as a success, but the team's elemist bullshit counter will go up by one. <laughs>
3: I just had a really big deja vu.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the Elemis bullshit counter at work. (laughs) All right. So, with no further ado, if everyone is ready... Cool. You cross the road outside the mall. In front of you stands a construction site. It is surrounded on either side by trees... Half-finished buildings, huge piles of rusted steel beams, pyramids of giant concrete pipes, little mountains of dirt, deep pits that have been filled up with black, muddy water, and a creaky, rusted construction crane comprise the ghost town between you and the empty field that leads the way home. Tobias sees it first, a brilliant blue-white light scooting across the sky. It moves too fast at first to be an airplane, then it decelerates. You all think you know what it
1: is. None of you wants to say it. Oh, I'll fucking say it. It's a UFO.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The ship has stopped. It hovers almost directly above you. About the size of a school bus. Its front end is an egg-like pod. A long, narrow shaft extends from its back. Two crooked, stubby, wing-like protrusions stick out from either side, capped with a long tube that glows bright blue on its back. From the rear, a mean-looking tail curves up and forward to a needle-sharp point. The hair on your head stands on end. Rachel's long hair would be funny if not for the circumstances. (laughs) The ship begins to descend. It hums and glows and settles slowly down between piles of junk and tumbled walls. You can see the black burn marks along the top of the pod section. Some of its hole has been melted. As soon as it touches the ground, the blue lights go out and your hair falls back down. I'm trying
3: to decide if you could feel that, your hair falling back down. That's
0: all. Well, you've got enough <laughs> hair. You do. I will to tell you. To be fair, yes. I will tell you, Rachel, Rachel feels it. Cassie's hair, it says in the book, she's just cut it short. She does not feel it. Hers is the only hair that looks normal. Everyone else feels it a little bit
6: all
5: right i feel a little smug about how good my hair looks (laughs) you
0: hear a voice in your head do not be frightened too late yeah who said that did everyone did everyone else hear that a thin arc of light appears opening slowly in the smooth side of the ship's pod it grows larger forming a round doorway bright light spills from within In silhouette, you see a creature emerge with the torso of a man and the body of a deer. As he crosses the threshold into the evening light, you see blue and tan fur covers his body. ears jut out from the side of his head. Atop it, two stalks and then vibrant green eyes that survey your surroundings. The last thing you see is a strong tail that doubles back over his body, ending in a scythe-like blade. Hello. The alien staggers, falling out of the ship and into the dirt. Cassie. Cassie is just melting. Yeah, I'm melting. Yeah. what the fuck right now. <laughs> you notice. <laughs> Tobias
4: is rushing over.
0: Cassie notices that the Andalite is injured.
5: Um, I rush over to look at the injury. Everybody be
2: careful.
1: Tobias as well.
5: <laughs>
2: People are just running over to this thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, based on that, I'm going to.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because I, I as, like, The first time I saw this, like, I would be horribly confused and horrified, and then it's a weird, like, deer man who's injured, and it's like, oh no, I should help this weird deer man. Yeah,
4: same. Like, it's clearly a sentient creature who just toppled over to the ground, and that feels like I should go over and help, even if I don't know what to do.
2: It's a living pocket knife.
5: (laughs) We should be concerned. (laughs) So I I would like to examine his wound. You hear his thoughts, all of you.
0: No, I will die. The wound is fatal. I am not the- Shut up. I am not the first alien to come to Earth. There are many, many others.
3: (laughs) What the fuck?
0: They're not like me. They're different. They have come to destroy you. He tells you about yurks. Parasites that live in the bodies of other species. He concentrates and you see an image of a gray green slimy slug about the size of a rat in your minds. He explains that they are Almost powerless without hosts, that they take hosts to live in, entering the brain and wrapping themselves in it, taking over their hosts' thoughts and feelings, and that the hosts are called controllers. Some are volunteers, most are not.
2: Is anybody Anybody else concerned that he's talking about brain control in
5: our brains? (laughs) I wasn't until you said that.
1: I promise I mean you
0: no
5: harm That's what Every (laughs)
6: alien would say
5: I guess I don't know This is a first
0: You hear a low guttural moan In your heads You're not sure if he thinks he's found the dumbest planet (laughs) Or if he's in pain What?
4: We're getting (laughs) all those
0: He tells you of the battle he just escaped a battle he hoped would stop the yurks but he and his comrades were ambushed by Yerk bug fighters and a blade ship they have tracked him they are on their way to destroy him he has sent a message to his people andalites but you must warn yours you must resist control of earth until they can arrive there is no time no time the andalite says but then his eyes brighten Perhaps go into my ship. You'll see a small blue box. Very plain. Bring it to me quickly. I have very little time and the Yerks will find me soon. Tobias does that. All right. Inside the ship is surprisingly simple. A cozy, creamy color with rounded edges uh, and rounded shapes. In stark contrast, you see a sky blue cube about four inches on each side. I grab. I the
1: cube. It is surprisingly heavy. Yay.
5: <laughs> Just for um the purpose of any jokes that I might make upon seeing a sky blue cube, uh is this taking place uh in our modern times or in the times which the light book the Oh, that's were a good question. Written?
0: Let's say in the times they were actually written so that we don't have to address oh. things like cell phones. Fair. And okay, security so no, cameras. no tesseract yeah. no
6: tesseract jokes. Got it. <laughs>
5: Was, that was my primary concern here. <laughs> you know, the Tesseract does time travel.
1: Mm, fair. Yeah.
3: Anyway, I bring the cube outside. All right. Are you, like, pushing it? pulling? Like, how heavy are we talking here?
1: I mean, you can still lift
0: I mean, it. It's just, a, look, an Andalite can hold it in their arms. Not great. <laughs> okay. I'm fair. probably cradling it.
2: Tobias you, has found an Andalite wheelbarrow to put it in.
0: <laughs> you know how they tell you that, uh... That the way you pick a good melon is if it's surprisingly heavy for its size.
6: Fucking hell. It's kind I, of no, like that.
0: No. Who, who oh. is Don't eat
2: melon. <laughs> who is the they that tells you these things, Alex? Alton Brown.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, That's fair. Alton Brown has never led me wrong. I'm not going to uh, lie. I I anybody
3: like... that's going to tell me that, he is the person I will believe. But also melon is gross.
5: I would like any information that I can get from looking at this dude's wound. Uh, you see,
0: you see that he has a long scorch mark down his shoulder and side, um, and you don't know a lot about the effects of, let's say, actually, no, I'm not going to tell you what you know. You can make a roll. Uh, you are Cassie, you're good at this kind of thing, so I'll give you 2d6. Yeah, let's
4: find out what the preteen veterinarian knows. (laughs)
0: So, okay. and you're going to make this roll, you're going to make
5: this roll against Kid. I'm making the, okay. So I'm trying to roll under three. Uh, you're trying right. to roll that under five. Good. Cassie is five
0: kid, three bandit.
5: I thought it was, I have it backwards then. I thought it was three kid, five bandit. No nope. other way. No, that's Cassie me. Five kid, three bandit.
2: Okay.
1: Han, did you say um, melon
5: is gross?
3: I said
2: that. Like, all melon? Okay.
3: Listen, we can discuss this and later. And how many
1: is
4: John rolling?
2: He said two. I'm rolling 2d6. Oh,
5: okay. okay. I just want okay. to
4: do it Okay,
5: I rolled a four and a one.
0: All right. So this is a complete success, although not critical. I'm not going to hit you with the uh, penalty to kid in this tutorial. Okay. Um, he dead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um... So let's talk about what each of those rolls means.
3: Don't sugarcoat it.
0: If you have zero successful dice, that's a failure. Something goes wrong and the plan is interrupted. You don't really have a plan right now. In general, when you're going into combat and going on a mission, you'll have made a plan first. When you're not on a mission, you're in planning mode and you don't have a plan. So outside of a mission, you really only get two die at a time. In a mission, you can have up to three. Uh on one successful die you get a partial success you get closer to your goal but something goes wrong in the process in this case he is dying that is the thing that is going wrong you can't stop that uh even though you did roll two successful dice um normally that would be a complete success the action succeeds as the player described it, and i guess it did in that you did determine correctly he is dying
5: yeah no I I wasn't trying to like see if I could heal it that's true I I believed him when he said he was dying I really just wanted to you know get some info on what
0: some deep tissue cauterization like
5: it's bad and it's gonna hurt like a motherfucker I assume that andalites feel pain and anyone with a burn that bad is gonna uh... I'm surprised he's not screaming well he has no mouth and therefore
0: cannot
2: (laughs) he can brain scream
0: On three successful dice, you get a critical success. Your action succeeds and your stats remain unchanged. So two and three give you the same thing narratively, but three doesn't hurt your kid or bandit stats. Uh, If either of those stats hits one, you are essentially rendered unconscious for that mission at that point. This is why we have a spare character
1: in tow so he dead he dying, he not dead yet.
6: <laughs>
1: um, he will be soon, Tobias, you have
0: emerged from the ship with the cube, or are you still checking out yes no cool. i've
4: I've been waiting in the wings ha, ha,
0: <laughs> wing pun
4: acknowledge me,
3: <laughs> and that Tobias is a needy bastard,
4: uh, you know what?
3: I'm just so attracted to attention horse. What am I going to (laughs) do?
4: Anyway, bring out the cube.
0: (laughs) The alien takes the cube from you and you hear him say, thank you. There is something I may be able to help you do to fight the Yerks. I know that you are young. I know that you have no power with which to resist the controllers but I may be able to give you some small powers that may help. If you wish, I can give you powers that no other human has ever had. It is a piece of Andalite technology that the Yerks do not have, he explains. A technology that enables us to pass unnoticed in many parts of the universe. The power to morph. We have never shared this power, but your need is great. That means we get to be Beast Boy. (laughs) Slash Girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he blinks at you
4: down
0: he blinks at you with his two face eyes and then also the stalk eyes are looking in other other directions but they kind of give a
5: what is he talking about
0: sort of blink back <laughs> i'm You're sorry right what about. is she it's talking fine. about sort of blink back
5: sorry i'm i'm being glib because i'm panicking keep
6: going no, it's all good
0: <laughs> it's all good uh Look, the reason my notes get less and less specific as this goes on is because I know all of you.
6: <laughs>
5: you
0: know what? No, no, this is...
5: No, no, I'm That's being fine. glib. keep going, is what Cassie says to the Andalite. Oh. <clears throat> P, uh, I'm... John is not panicking. I'm fine.
2: <laughs> cool
0: as a The cucumber. Andalite continues.
5: The uh,
0: power to change your bodies, that is. To become any other species, any animal. You will need only to touch a creature to acquire its DNA pattern, and you will be able to become that creature. It requires concentration and determination, but if you are strong, you can do it. There are limitations, problems, dangers even, but there is no time to explain it all. No time. You will have to learn for yourselves, but first... Do you wish to receive Wait, can you tell
4: us like at least one really important <laughs> yeah. thing about it though? <laughs> like maybe one rule that we absolutely must have.
0: I was getting there, but that's that's fine, you know, caveat, MTOR, that's what they say in the uh the musinex system. The Mucinex? Did you say the musinex? I did.
6: Alright
3: can't, can't
0: you. you hear this post nasal drip i have no nasal cavities and yet i must drip just can't. never remain in animal form for more than two or three of your earth hours two or three no two two or three i misspoke <laughs> only two don't do three only two
2: i like how they say caveat emptor in okay, the in you. the mucinex system like it's the ferengi or something <laughs>
0: Look, I am dying here. Space madness and death madness are setting in.
6: Just, just whatever. I can two, already two three see three hours. I do the whatever, beautiful yeah, don't fields
0: of my home world behind you, with my mother standing there on the porch with our collie Rex. No, Rex, not in the alfalfa
3: okay so what do we have to do to get this balance this is originally
0: what I
2: to uh, don't bias. stay in the morph yeah, longer than
0: t-
3: Me up with this excellent he
0: magic said
2: two or three uh, hours it's fine i'll just do it for three hours two, it's no big two deal. hours not three two definitely two
0: i i'm,
3: I'm not underlined great. or three three times
0: now i'm not great at earth math two hours don't go longer than two hours if your morphing persists for longer than two hours <laughs> you're stuck that is the greatest danger of morphing. If you stay longer than two hours, two dose, you should go see a physician
2: at that point.
3: I can't breathe.
0: You will be trapped forever, unable to return to your human form. It's very important.
3: So two or three hours, huh? Two, two.
2: The first one. I don't think our choice I don't think our elf anger is taking this seriously. as all as... it?
0: Can you blame me?
3: <laughs> okay dying man what do we need to do
0: uh press your hand against one of the sides of the cube and don't Wait. be afraid
1: okay i put my hand Too on.
2: late i do too i only you only it. do it because i saw rachel do it and I, I got... Well,
4: like i do it more deliberately <laughs> i hold I it he, i also thought he took it for me oh maybe he did
6: you're
2: <laughs> right
0: for me. yeah yeah see <laughs> Marco also puts his hand also... on there. Marco who has been uncharacteristically quiet. <laughs> um you notice he has pissed himself. Probably very confused that all are joking. Yeah. Marco Going...
3: <laughs> crisis of identity right here.
1: Yeah.
0: Marco has soiled himself but he puts his hand against the cube.
5: I I stand as far away from Marco as I possibly can and I put my hand on the cube. Like very gingerly, like maybe just the fingertips. It's like I'm not sure what this thing just is. Attempt. Just the tips. Just a attempt. Attempt. Okay. Just to see how it feels. Something like a shock, only
0: pleasurable, seems to run through you. A tingle that almost makes you laugh. I'm
2: sorry. What? I forgot how awkward this was.
0: At <laughs> least. So, hey, that line straight from straight the book. From the yep. book. I figured as much, but still. <laughs> You feel fear wash through the Andalite's mind, like a dread crawling up your spine. He stares into the sky. Visor 3, he comes. Go, run! Visor 3 is here. He is the most deadly of your enemies. Of all Yurks, he alone has the power to morph, the same power you now have. Run! What's a Visor 3? But what about you? Nope. You must save yourselves. No. Save yourselves and save your planet. The Yurks are here. What's a visor three?
6: We gotta run.
2: You must find a way to fight he, now. Run! My brain told us to run. We should run. I, I feel like this is important, not like the two to three. No, hour we rule. should stay and fight. I'm
3: very reluctant. He to just run. gave us the power. We should stay and fight.
4: Well, we didn't acquire anything to fight with.
3: Okay, that yet. is a valid argument. Fine, Max, let's run.
2: Meg's M- <laughs> trying to cut out about sixty words <laughs> hey, <votes wait>. here. <laughs>
0: I was playing
2: Rachel, guys. I
4: don't want to leave the alien base.
0: Tobias, before you run, you feel a pull toward the Andalite. You take his hand, Mm -hmm. and he presses his other too-many-fingered hand into your head. It's like you've been shocked. Again, I guess. You rock back and take off running. The group crouches behind a low, crumbled wall. What do you do? So here's how missions work. This is me out of game now. Um... You will I feel like you need two different
3: voices for that.
0: Tough. <laughs> Look, okay. I've only got like three <laughs> character voices anyway, and I've got to save one for this or 3. This is, cool. Alex is okay. going
2: to tell us that we just roll two or three dies. It doesn't matter. Whatever.
0: <laughs> you hear the voice of the Andalite saying, so you will roll one, two, or three dies. Valid. Okay. All right. So when you are in a mission, you can roll up to three die. When you are not in a mission, you only get two. We've covered that. Uh, From this point forward, we're going to treat this as though we are in mission territory. Um, So most of these are going to be bandit roles, although there might be some kid roles in here. Typically speaking, for a mission, there will be a plan. In this case, your plan is get the fuck out. He has told you to run. You're going to do your best to get out of there. In general, before you go on a mission, you'll all sit down and make a plan. The things you lay out as steps in a plan, you get an extra dice roll on. The things that are outside of your plan, you can only roll two die on. So the actual planning stage will be fairly important as we go. Just in case, uh, combat is on a bandit roll. The GM will roll for NPCs. On a failure... The character is severely wounded and must get to safety to demorph. Someone's probably going to have to cover them or help them do that. Successes work as they work normally. What else might you need to know right now? So here are how you get those extra two die. If a player can argue that their character is specifically suited for a certain task, then I can grant you an additional die. Um, if a character involved in a mission has an ability that adds that die... A player may invoke that ability to automatically grant this die. So you guys can say you're not using Marco right now. You can say you want to use Marco's ability during a mission. And as long as you guys are in agreement, then I'll roll for Marco. And what give is Marco's you
3: again, just so we know it?
0: So once once a plan is no once once you when you're oh, on a mission, right, okay. if a plan is no longer going as planned then you can use his ability basically to find a way to escape. If it's a partial success, you get a risky way. If it's a critical success, you get a safe way.
2: A a grocery store?
0: Yes. Uh, If it's a complete success, so two of the three die succeed, then you get both plans, but you don't know which is safe and which is risky. And you have to decide as a group. Player character's abilities can only be invoked by that player. Anyone can invoke an NPC's ability, but restrictions on how often that ability may be used still apply. If a character is not... Apply. With the team during a mission, that character's ability becomes unavailable.
3: So in other words, we don't want to kill Marco just for the sake
0: of killing Marco. He right. is actually <laughs> useful. This is why he's still alive in the books. If the team is only on reason. a mission and the mission is going according to plan then the character gets a third die. So, one by default, one for being apt for a thing, one for being on plan. Okay. All right. Any questions?
3: Um, wait. So, how does our, how do our points lower? Is it every time we use it, it lowers? And no. Every time we use it and we don't succeed?
0: Anytime you don't critically succeed. So, so anytime
3: it, we don't roll three dice, we're going to lose one?
0: Anytime you don't succeed on all three dice, you lose a point.
3: So, Cassie earlier made a roll and she didn't have three dice. That was
0: tutorial, though. Yeah, you guys are in the tutorial okay. right now.
1: But I'm I just, had... no, but yeah. but still, if it was a yeah. regular game, yeah. that would lose yeah. a point. Yes. Cool, okay. Yes. We're hiding behind a wall? Mm-hmm. A crumbling wall.
4: Cool. I would like to use my ability. I'd like to use Andalite Info Dump to see what I know about Visser 3 so we can try and figure out the best way out. All right. Unless it's too early for me to do that.
0: Um, it's not too early. I will say that you're going to get a little more information because Elfinger is still alive. So he's still going to be coaching you a little bit here. But if you want to, you're welcome to go ahead. You you can at this point.
4: Okay. So, is that three because I am apt and also this is part of the plan to get out? Or this will further us along with figuring out the best way out? Yes. Cool. And I want to roll less than five on all three? Yes. Okay. I'll make sure they understand. I rolled a two, a three, and a five.
0: All right. Do you want to count that five as a success or a failure if you count it as a success we add one point to the elamist
1: bullshit counter
4: i will count it as a failure because this doesn't affect my stats either way correct so there is no point
2: i really adding. thought you were going to add the first point since you coined the phrase elamist bullshit <laughs> <laughs>
4: I am very happy that you continue to use it. Oh, I think
3: it is our favorite thing about these books.
0: Yes. You guys have no... Well, MJ does, because I immediately messaged her how excited I was when the idea of the Elemist bullshit counter came to me.
3: Mm-hmm. Can I guess where you got it from? No, I'll guess it later.
2: I use um, Elemist bullshit at work. <laughs> Good for yeah. you. Do people understand no, what we're talking but about? but that's pretty much par for the course most of the time anyway. <laughs>
0: Two beams of bright red light snap on, first from one bug fighter, then from another. They fall on the Andalite and his ship. The bug fighters, which look like legless cockroaches, descend touching down on either side of his ship. A third, Great. larger ship follows suit. It is the larger ship, or it is a larger ship than the others and shaped like a battle-axe, with a long body connecting a sharp triangular point in front and two scimitar-like wings at its rear. As it approaches, a sense of dread falls over you. It seems as though the appropriately named blade ship is about to land on top of an earth mover, but the machine sizzles and disappears beneath the ship to make room. It lands. A door opens. The first creatures out of the ship look like walking weapons. They stand on two back-bent legs and have two very long arms. They're covered in blades from the top of their head down to their T-Rex feet. Their heads sit atop a snake-like neck, and their mouths come to a beak-like point. Hark-Bajir controllers, you hear in your head. They are a good people, despite their fearsome looks. Each one of them now carries a yerk in their head. They are to be pitied. Behind them, massive centipedes, twice as long as a fully-grown human, emerge supported by dozens of needle-like legs. Their upper third is vertical and bears lobster-claw hands. At uh, the tops of their tube-like bodies are four gelatinous eyes and round mouths, ringed with hundreds of tiny teeth.
3: I'm not going to lie, I forgot about the lobster hands.
0: <laughs> Taxan controllers, you hear now. Taxans are evil. hork and Texans pour from the blade ship, spreading around the area, armed with small, pistol-sized weapons. They surround the Andalite. One of the hork heads straight toward you. Silence, the Andalite warns you. ork do not see well in the darkness, but their hearing is very good. You hear him again in your mind? Courage, my friends, he warns you. A warmth spreads through you. Everyone gets that third d6
1: for the remainder of this escape. This is in lieu of there being a plan. All right. <laughs> I want to
2: silently look and see if there is another covered area that we could move to without being noticed.
0: So here is what you see around you. Did, do you still kind of have the list of stuff up front? Holes in the ground, rubble, empty pipes, construction equipment, all of that's there. You also see some just like rusty pipes on the ground near you. Lots of dark holes around, doorways into half con- half-constructed buildings. Um... You've been through here before, so you've got some sense of maybe how you can get through as you go. There's not, like, an open hole into the sewer or anything like that, if that's what you're looking for. Okay,
2: yeah, that was what I was looking for.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Can I
3: feel around on the ground for rocks?
0: Sure. I'm gonna do that.
2: What you've just described is a modern ruin. I just want to point that out.
0: Yes. That is a construction site. An abandoned construction site.
2: Do You have to roll for the rock.
0: You don't really need to roll for the rock. There, are, there's rock. There are rocks and rubble on the ground. I'll just give you that one.
2: Okay, yeah. I'm
3: gonna fill my pockets.
0: Cool. Anyone else want to do anything while we are? Add rock to your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that.
3: I need an inventory plus, list.
5: Plus plus, plus ninety nine rock. rock. <laughs> <Is plus> ninety <laughs> nine rock. Well, it is the tutorial, I guess. She you filled have her list. pockets
4: with rocks. rocks. She just, has an infinite number of rocks. Ninety
2: nine rock sounds like a old radio station from
0: like 80s all right
3: i have
2: rocks. i wrote it down
0: the controllers (laughs) stiffen up and stand at attention another andalite emerges from the blade ship while he may look like the one you have already met this one exudes evil only once has a yerk been able to take an andalite there's only one andalite controller viscer three viscer three approaches the injured andalite Well, well. You hear his thoughts. He cannot hear your thoughts. You hear his because he is broadcasting them for all all to hear. This is a great victory. What have we here? A meddling Andalite? Ah, but no ordinary Andalite warrior. Prince Elfanger Serenial Shamtal, if I am not mistaken, an honor to meet you again. You're a legend. How many of our fighters have you shredded? Seven, or was it eight by the last time the battle ended? Only oh, eight.
1: <laughs> that just doesn't seem like that many. <laughs> you know,
0: I, I, you I, well, do get the sense that he is maybe underselling it. Canonically, she
2: she says that. <laughs> Elfinger hears it, too. <laughs>
0: canonically someone does doubt it because there is a line in the book about how he is clearly underselling it <laughs> um like if anything is clear in the first book visor 3 really is space donald trump in the first dra- draft <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the very last andalite in this sp- in this sector of space yes i am afraid your dome ship has been completely destroyed completely I watched it burn as it fell into the atmosphere of this little world. There will be others. Vissor three continues to gloat. He describes enslaving billions of humans, spreading through the universe, building New York pools just to infest Earth. He threatens to then move on to the Andalite homeworld to place his most faithful lieutenants in Elfinger's family. Elfinger strikes out at Vissor three. His tail moving faster than you can see, slicing into the visor's shoulder. You hear the Visser's scream in your minds as a blue beam shoots out of the Andalite ship and slices into the one of the bug fighters. hork and Taxon scatter as Visser Three orders Elfinger's ship to be destroyed. The night explodes in blinding light. In these flashes, you see a few humans among the controllers.
1: Take the Andalite! Hold him for me!
0: As the hork restrain Elfinger, Visser Three begins to change. His head grows much, much larger. His four horse like legs merge into two and then expand, growing to be as big around as a redwood tree. His arms sprout into tentacles. A mouth spreads across his hideously bloated head, filled with arm length teeth. The monster grins. He roars as he lifts finger yeah. into the air. fingers tail whips frantically at Visser 3, but his strikes are like pinpricks against the beast. Viscer 3 holds him high in the air. He opens his mouth and drops a finger into it. The hork cheer. The taxons fight over, a piece, over pieces of flesh that fall from Vistor Three's mouth. You hear human laughter in the mix.
1: One hork notices you. Do we notice I throw. That... Yes, you see him see you,
0: hands touching hands. <laughs> I throw a no, rock I in the opposite direction. He hears the rock and his head
1: turns for a moment. Run, run, run. run, run. You hear the hork crawl up. it in nahar I get! I kill! Uh, where is
0: each of you going? Are you staying together? Or are you splitting up? Now is your turn to paint word pictures. I have painted
1: <laughs> Ooh. six pages of my own. Impressive.
2: I don't know that we're going to have time hmm. to really, like, concern with sticking together as much as just, like, hollering heads. Yeah, habits. I think
3: scatter.
4: While I am loath to split the party, I think it will be much harder to catch, like, individuals than it is to catch yeah. pairs. I feel
3: like someone would yell that. Scatter.
2: Are you saying Rachel would yell that?
3: No, I was actually thinking the leader would, but okay. that's fine. Then, yeah,
2: then I will scatter.
0: <laughs> so here's, like a fun, here's a fun little fact, canonically. Both Rachel and Jake realize simultaneously that they should scatter.
3: <laughs> I'm going to keep turning and throwing rocks at it, because <laughs> why not?
0: So are you throwing them directly at it?
3: Uh... Yeah, I want it to follow me.
0: It is following you. <laughs> cool.
5: to total followed, no fit fit, whatever order. I'm Uh You said there were rusty pipes on yes. the ground. Um are there like are they big, giant rusty pipes or like small, like I could pick them you up. You could pick pipes. them up rusty pipes.
4: Uh, I was about to say you're twelve. <laughs>
5: what? You can still pick you them up. You are twelve. I was a pretty
3: you can pick them up, but you're twelve. Think are they baseball bats? Are they? Are
5: they? Okay. Yeah. No. But like a twelve. Like listen, you guys are underestimating twelve-year-olds, especially terrified twelve-year-olds. You are, is we are probably the strongest of the five of you. You are correct. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Listen, if I can wrangle a horse, I can hurl this pipe at this hork bajir. Um, yeah. Which, like, is gonna be what I want to do. I want to grab a pipe spin, and throw it, and then sprint as fast as I can for wherever the fuck we entered this Alright,
0: so, what is Jake doing?
2: I feel like he would do similar things. Like, if there's something, if I run past something that I could use either to swing or to throw, then I would do the same thing.
1: Alright, and Tobias?
5: We're all just copying Rachel. Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> um, What
4: would Tobias be doing? I feel like Tobias is not super brave, but probably does not like the idea of other people being chased. So he is probably also trying to draw attention because if they're all confused. Marco is
5: out the door running! Yep. <laughs> Marco's already gone. Valid. He's home. He, he's home. He's watching cartoons right now. Yes. Marco is on his way to the
0: field on the other side of the construction site and hiding between running between some houses to hide.
3: All right. So essentially we're all trying to dry, draw draw this corporeal's attention. So
0: you're all going to make a combat roll for me. Okay.
5: So we're all rolling for bandit? Yes. Okay. All 3 dice. Three, 3 dice. Ooh,
1: awesome. Yikes. Cool. Alright. <laughs> uh oh. Alright. So
2: uh Tim, tell me about your yikes. Uh I got a one. And then that's... two other dice that did not succeed.
3: Uh, it's gotta be under the yeah. number you have. That's what a success. That's yeah, that's
2: succeed. why the one one. Okay, right. just making yeah, sure. Yeah, a five
0: and a six. Alright. Okay. So Jake takes a partial success. How about Rachel?
3: Uh I have a four, three, and five and my bandit is five.
0: four three and five are you gonna take the five as a
3: i will take it as a fail
0: you will take it as a fail so two partial success uh i'm sorry a partial success and a complete tobias um critical success that's when all three succeed
4: right yes
0: tobias has experience running from bullies (laughs) (laughs) and cassie
5: I got a complete success. I got a one, two, and five. So two out of three succeed.
0: All right. partial. So we had partial, partial, critical, complete. Is that right? Or partial, complete, critical, complete.
1: I think that one. That one. Yeah. All right. Two completes, a partial, and a critical. So, Jake. Yeah. The
0: Hork-Bajir's attention falls on you. You have succeeded. In becoming its target instead of the others, it begins to chase you. Okay. And the th- others, for the time being, are not directly noticed, but the Horkbegir shouting has made it clear that something is up and more are coming.
2: That would be one point lost on my bandit, right?
0: Uh, yes. If you did not critically succeed, you lose a point on bandit.
2: Okay, but are we still in the tutorial or are we out of the tutorial? Um.
1: You're going to take it, actually, at this point. Now that we're in combat, you're going to take it. Okay. Got it. Alright, well then I will, I guess,
2: make a... I'll put everything I have into running now, as opposed to trying to grab something to fight with.
0: Alright, the main area in the center is still full of ship debris and a giant tentacle monster that has just eaten elf and lots of hork and taxons and a few humans there are various buildings scattered around you construction equipment and some holes
2: yeah like just pits well then i'll go to the buildings to try and lose the right. monster
0: uh everyone else what are you doing while
5: the monster chases jake Uh did I successfully hit it with the pipe I wanted to throw Um
1: it? I'm gonna say
0: sh- I'm gonna say your pipe missed cause its attention fell on Jake.
5: That's fair. That's fair. Um I feel a little bad about that. I wanted to I wanted to hit this thing. Um but I am going to um, uh I'm gonna make a beeline around like so if Jake is heading into the buildings, like in between them, I'm gonna head around the outside of them towards the exit.
1: All right.
4: To try and meet with Jake?
5: Yeah.
1: That's
4: what I was thinking.
5: That was totally what I was thinking too. (laughs) I don't want to, like, like Jake has this thing's attention and I don't necessarily want its attention on me, but I also don't want to just like leave (laughs) my dude. um, Like just completely bereft of help. So like I want to circle around the buildings as fast as I can to try and meet up with them.
4: You're such a good partner.
5: I mean, listen, Tim, I'm with you to the end of the line. I'm so,
2: gonna I don't cry. even think we know that yet. That's amazing. That's amazing.
0: Uh, there, are, there are actually some really sweet hints about both couples in this first book. Thank you.
5: <laughs> I actually forgot that uh, I was supposed to be uh, coupled with Jake and I just, like, I'm just trying to, like, do this with, like, a
6: friend in
3: a situation, but <laughs> I'll take it. See, <laughs> mine was more that, like, recklessness but yeah also i guess your family
0: (laughs) um when you're here you're family (laughs) all right so
5: the hork bajir not only am i his family i'm his strangely attractive (laughs) family
0: (laughs) the hork bajir chases jake you hear a human call out don't capture them kill them if you need find whoever you can Bring me their heads! That's all I need to identify them. It is a human voice.
5: Do we recognize the voice?
1: Vaguely, yes. It is familiar to you. That's, uh... Jake. That's upsetting.
4: Yeah.
0: As you weave through the building, trying to elude this work, Bajir... You see various homeless people sleeping in the building. A man calls to you, "Hey, get out of here. This is my place and I ain't got nothing for
1: you to steal." Um I trip or I kick the old man
2: as I'm running past to make the monster notice the old man. Why yeah. <gasps> what? No. what? No.
1: <laughs> you do not. Oh, no.
2: I'm pretty sure that's exactly I refuse used to believe that's I'm what sure you That's would exactly do. how it happened in the first book. He I mean, much I don't
0: think you're
3: wrong. Turn that also... guy to
2: a monster. I've made fun of Jake for being a murderer for like <sighs> days after that.
0: Your gambit succeeds. Oh, <laughs> I will oh, point man. out. That
2: upsets
4: me, and now I don't want. In apologies. the book,
0: it's just the man shouting that gets the Horkbajir's attention. You have made it
2: worse. Uh, okay, well that tracks. <laughs> you that, are officially,
0: in terms of goodness, less than Jake. <laughs>
2: Yes! <laughs> ah! <laughs> nice. I'm so
4: proud of you. <laughs>
2: That's like the Pee-wee Herman secret word. Ever, <laughs> the the less the Jake reference. Yep.
0: Alright. You successfully allude this Hork-Bajir to the soundtrack of a homeless man screaming and then falling silent. You do not know if he has survived or not.
1: You can guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: As you come around outside the other side of this hole of a lifeless building, you see your friends who have who have sliced the pie to come around. Except for Marco. Except for Marco. Okay, yeah. Who for you Marco, see in the distance gone. waving at you. <laughs> from safety.
5: I, uh... Is he like Is he like waving hello or like waving us like come this way?
0: He's he's pointing furiously at the ground? Right in front of him and beckoning forward like his whole arm. You get the sense he's either waving you that way or trying to land an airplane.
5: Gotcha. I... <laughs> uh, I look up for airplanes.
0: You don't see any, nor do you see any more spacecraft.
2: Good. I look at the group and I say, I think I lost him. I'm not sure what happened. I didn't do anything immoral while I was in there. And then
5: I I...
0: Why did you feel
4: the
2: need to say that?
5: It's weird that you have to clarify that you didn't do anything immoral. Usually, people don't need to say that. Welcome
0: to our alternate universe where Jake is not in charge, but willingly enlists in the York Army.
3: Rachel just nods in understanding.
2: So Rachel's like, "I get it. I do."
4: Tobias is concerned
2: and I imagine i uh, uh, sort of gesture for the group that we take off running towards
5: the Marco.
1: The Marco. What a nickname.
5: Uh, before we run off towards the Marco, I want to take a second to look around and just make sure that, like, there is not a horrible alien This is probably, to probably a good plan. Uh, like, are we in the clear?
0: Why don't you roll for it? <laughs>
5: Okay. What am I? Rolling You're gonna roll three d six. Use eyeballs. <laughs> You're gonna roll three d no, six. No, but but for-
0: uh, I'll let you make a kid roll on this one. Humans have eyes and are good at surveillance ish. You're only having to look in one direction, so.
5: Okay. Um. Uh, well, I rolled a three, a five, and a five. So it's a partial success.
1: As far as you can
0: tell, no one's coming.
5: All right. I'll take it. I have no reason to cut my eyes. I don't need glasses. From the building
0: Jake just emerged out of, you hear the dying grasp of an old man, Oh no, this monster is eating me alive! Damn you, you child <laughs> I
2: wonder I wonder what your child is talking about. I wonder what happened in there. I wonder well that was strange, wasn't it guys? That was really weird. Could you imagine other kids around here? That's crazy.
1: I have concerns. <laughs> It is
0: late, and your curfews are approaching, if not past.
2: And I'm sure that's... What you are gonna
0: do?
5: Run home? Um, yeah, I guess. I guess just go home. Like, once we're out of the construction site. Oh, Tobias super doesn't <laughs> want to do that.
6: <laughs> I guess if everybody else is going home, Tobias
4: is just gonna be like, well, see you at school, I guess. I'm just gonna go find a park to sleep in. Oh my Come god, home. he has a house! Yeah, that he doesn't want to be in.
0: Well, you know what?
4: Because <laughs> his family is
0: abusive and terrible. We are, in fact, going to follow Tobias first. So is everybody going home? Yeah.
6: Tobias.
2: Oh, wait,
1: Hold on, hold on. Oh, uh, As we're leaving, I have a meeting with Cassie so that her kid point resets. Okay, cool. Oh, yep. Excellent, thank you. I what totally are you talking heard. about during your meeting? Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, question. why don't you two role Say, play this hey, for
5: uh, me? Uh, so, so Jake, what um, uh, what was what was that old man screaming about? That was that yeah, was weird. Was, it, um, it sounded like it was coming from the buildings yeah, that you ran it was through. What well, did you see? Really strange. Did you see? I guess there were buildings? like alien
2: kids, and there must have been an alien kid who, who Aiden, alien, 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 kids? alien. Yeah, like children, because he said, "Damn you, kid!" Like it, it, I didn't see any. I didn't see any alien kid. Maybe over there. maybe kid uh, is like a. I mean, slang word for alien. I don't know. I don't know. Did you see ghosts <laughs> in <that>? there? Were there <laughs> ghosts
1: in the buildings?
5: <laughs> it's just it's 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 kind of weird because like you ran through that building and then that old and then the yeah, old man it was just
2: strange. It was strange. I didn't even see an old man in there. I wonder. You
5: both you both realize
0: in this moment that this man was probably a. Uh... Test subject for military plots to give their soldiers uh, psychic abilities.
2: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty terrible Uh, what the government does to. To
3: oh my god! Ah, the men who stare at ghosts.
5: Yes, that was. Yeah, that was. Listen, listen. I love you for that reference more than I love either of my cats.
3: Uh
4: Safe choice.
6: Uh, Yeah. Very safe choice. No, I still love my wife. (laughs)
5: It's not because she's sitting right next to
4: me. <laughs> or because of that water tribe bracelet you're wearing.
0: So now,
2: like, I have the image of that Elmo's guy being George Clooney?
0: <laughs> That's fine. He looks a lot like Clooney, actually. He was Clooney-esque.
2: Okay. All right.
0: It's like a former, uh... You know, in fact, the reason you tripped over him? is because you were distracted by his handsomeness. Yeah.
2: It's like, mm. whoa, that looks like George Clooney. Kick. <laughs>
3: homeless because he lost his celebrity impersonation job yeah
2: because jake always had a deep-seated desire to (laughs) kick george
0: clooney soon as soon as clooney was off the er it was all downhill for this poor man are
2: you Uh, kidding poor guy clooney peaked on facts of life in my opinion
0: Uh, you know you take the good you take the bad (laughs) anyway is anyone else doing anything before they go home do I have all my shopping bags? You weren't there to buy anything. You were only there to find out when the new sales start, the big seasonal okay. sales. Yeah. Okay. Hey, <laughs> by design, I took the shopping bags out of that intro text. You're welcome.
6: Appreciate my first
0: it.
3: draft had them. Because <laughs> not going to lie, would have gone back for that jacket.
0: And that is where we will end part one of the first chapter of the Minds at York Alternamorphs RPG. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. This is taking the place of our regular episode this week, but we'll be back with book 39 in two weeks. And until we finish this first chapter, which will probably be three more episodes, if I have to guess, we're going to release more Alternomorphs on our normal off-weeks. So part two will be out next week. Part three will be out two weeks after that. Part four, two weeks after that. So for the next six or seven weeks, you'll get something from us every week. I hope you've enjoyed it. If not, keep it to yourself. None of us needs that negativity in our lives. We've already recorded the next episode of this, and it is a lot less of me explaining rules. I promise you no one is more relieved about that than I am. So thanks for sticking around through this, and I'm going to throw it back to the outros we all recorded together as a group. Does anybody want to do some quick promotion of other podcasts or whatever?
4: If you enjoyed listening to my voice, you can get more of that over at Reignite, a Mass Effect podcast. The Rob Thomas No Not That One Robcast, a podcast about Rob Thomas, and I assure you it is not that one. Or Circle of Friendship, a podcast about Tamara Pierce.
3: I'm going to run with that and say that uh, Tim is coming on Judging Book Covers later this month to talk about the first Veronica Mars book.
2: That's going to be fun. awesome (laughs) Uh, yeah
3: call me for
4: the second oh totes just whenever you want to come i
2: also there's a a new mini episode of haunted hill house of horrors out and you get to hear way more from your favorite character jessup in this one and it was a ton of fun so everybody should go listen to that
5: yeah um yeah so i don't have um any podcast that i'm on as of yet uh i just started planning one today. Um, that I won't uh, say anything more about because I don't want to, you know, uh, put the cart before the horse. But if you want to find more of my weird brain babies, uh, I have published two books that you can find on Amazon called Representations of Genocide in Cartoons and Representations of Genocide in Video Games. And they are about exactly what it sounds like they are about.
4: Does what it says on the tin.
1: Yep. I'm nothing, if awesome. not direct. Excellent.
4: And people can follow you on Twitter
1: at... Oh,
5: people can follow me on Twitter at Prof John LeStrange, And you can also find me on Facebook at JohnLestrange, colon, historian.
0: And I also do Panelology, a weekly comics review podcast. Uh, that format's probably going to change briefly. Well, maybe not briefly, but temporarily here in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. As some things shift in the comics industry for the time being. Uh, and then I am also on the Rob Thomas. No, not that one. Robcast.
3: cast. Uh, if you are kind of like some of us uh, and maybe sheltering in place and alone, we have a discord that is fairly chatty. We are trying to do regular group stuff in there uh, just to kind of keep some people's morale up if you need it. You're welcome to join. It is. Yes. Mostly not about Animorphs, just a heads up.
2: (laughs) And it's kind of my favorite thing right now. Cool. My name is Alex. I'm Megan. I'm Tim.
0: I'm MJ.
5: And I'm John. To be continued.